This is the Red Sign Podcast, a deep dive into legacy wealth building through real estate. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Red Sign Podcast. I'm Clay Winder here with the good old boy, Hayden Hewlett. I think our audience my, is just uh, loving us too, right? <laughs> my kids my kids commented on the last podcast and said, Dad, you really enunciate Hewlett. Hewlett. The T. And you need to lean in and talk to this mic. Testing, testing. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Guys, let's talk loans. I know that might sound a little boring, but holy smokes, there's a lot of stuff going out right now. We just had announced a couple weeks ago that conventional loan limits increased uh, across America. It's regulated by the federal government and Utah specifically. So what does that even mean? Did I, I wonder if our listeners even understand loan limits. Did you know that the federal government, uh, particularly through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, our favorite... Uh, our favorite federal couple, uh, good old Freddie and Fannie, they insure loans, right? So the government says, hey, we will back you banks if you do conventional loans, but they put caps on the loan limits. And those loan limits are different per county. We need to talk about this. Uh, We need to touch on this every once in a while because people keep forgetting uh, as our prices have shot up 28.3% over the last 12 months, as you heard two weeks ago on our data episode, uh, we are breaking these loan limits left and right. There are neighborhoods all over the place now that not only the home prices, but when somebody comes and makes an offer uh, and their loan amount is also breaking these conventional loan limits and it is an issue. So let's talk about this. I like it. And you're, you're fully emerged in this process right now. Yeah, so, I always so am. I'm, I'm constantly buying rental properties. And now I'm at a point where, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm closing on uh, a fourplex that is dealing with uh, conventional loan limits, as well as my personal home that is also dealing with these loan limits. So first of all, let's back up. They just, I just said, they just announced every November, they announced the new limits. So conventional loan limits, we're not going to go over every county, uh, but uh, Salt Lake County, let's start here with our capital, was at 600000 essentially 600, 300. Does that make sense? So 600000 and uh, hallelujah, it went up, and it went up to, pull it up, Hayden. Well, this is, this is, uh, well, this is the current one, so. Nope, that's the old one. It went up 50 grand. Utah County was 540, and it went up even more. And thank goodness, because 548 is what we've been dealing with all year long. And you need the new ones. These are all the old ones, by the way. Yeah, you're looking at 2021s. Um, while he's pulling up so we can get exact, uh, they increased. And thank goodness, because we were dying at 548 in Utah County. Uh, in Tooele County was also at Salt Lake. They were all at 600. Utah County was at 548. And we're just thinking, man, that's rough. And so they did all finally get increased. They go into effect January 1. However, a lot of lenders through the month of December are already underwriting loans at the new amount, and they just won't send them off to Fannie Freddie until after January 1st. So we'll pull up those loan limits, uh, but let's talk about jumbo loans specifically. That's kind of the purpose of what I wanted to talk about, and that is when you're purchasing real estate that exceeds that uh, conforming loan limit and conforming meaning uh, it conforms within those Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac guidelines. So when you're purchasing a property that's over this amount, you've got to deal with what's called a jumbo loan. And you know much about jumbo loans? Um, not a, I know there's options with, you can do jumbo or you can do a second mortgage and just depends on the, on the rate for the second. 
Correct. So jumbo loans are essentially anything over the Fannie Freddie Mac uh, conforming loan limits, conventional loan limits. Uh, and it gets a little tricky because some banks and people say, well, what's the jumbo loan limit? Um, I don't know if there necessarily is like a uniform jumbo loan limit. It seems like most banks will will easily go up to about two million, but I don't see or hear of too many banks doing loans over two million. I'm sure they're out there. Maybe there's some special uh, portfolio products or some special commercial products or something. But for the most part, these are the ones that bridge between that six, seven hundred thousand. For example, Park City I think is pushing eight hundred thousand now, uh, but they they deal with this a lot. You can get a jumbo loan for the the rest of it. Um, nope, that's not it either. These are FHA loan limits. Guys, we're just not quite as dialed in as the Joe Rogan show where they pull up their screens. We probably should have this pulled up before we started talking. We thought it'd be easy to pull up. FHA loan limit is 508 in Utah County. Yeah, well, actually, I'm glad you did pull that up because let's just address that. I haven't even touched on that, but FHA loans, those are the first-time homebuyer loans, low-down payment. They also have loan limits that are even lower. So yeah, Hayden just pulled that up. Utah County, 508. Salt Lake did bump up, it looks like. Uh, to 523. So they're quite a bit lower, right? 500, 523. Whereas the conventional loan limits, which is, you know, kind of more your your typical loan with a 5% down payment has been at, you know, 550 for Utah County and uh, 600,000 for Salt Lake County. Um, but jumbo loans, let's just talk real quick because you hit on, then we'll wrap this up. We don't need to be long on this, but I want to just drive home to our listeners a couple of key points about jumbo loans. First, jumbo loans uh, when you're buying, when you're getting these jumbo loans, I want to just warn everybody about a couple of things that might blindside you. Number one, they're harder to get. You will go through a further, you will go through a, a more intense underwriting process. Uh, oftentimes they want a higher credit score. For example, conventional, you can have a credit score, you know, low 600s, but for jumbo, you got to be 680 or above. And frankly, most banks want to see 700 or above. The second thing is they're going to pound you harder on your debt to income ratio. They want your income higher. Normal con conventional loan, they might go as high as 45% of your income can go towards servicing debts. But jumbo, I think it's like 42 or 43. It's just slightly lower. And then finally, another big thing that hits a lot of people, and it's, and it's hit me, and that's why this is fresh on my mind, is jumbo loans usually require two, not just one, but two appraisals. And so when you go to get it and you think, oh, my appraisal came in, I got a great value, hallelujah, you wrap up the rest of your loan, as happened to me, you think, oh, I'm going to go wrap up this, this property. And then they say, oh, by the way, we want a second appraisal. That gets a little tricky because appraisers aren't all created equal. And so then you have a second appraisal that, that comes in differently. And remember, the banks will only underwrite and approve based on the lower of the two appraisals. I love that you said that because... And I think in every industry and in every business, no, no, nobody in their job is. They're not the same. Yeah. There's, there's people that dig and do the research and do the work. Well, like there's your, not a perfect site. We talked about your second appraisal yesterday, and it is super clear that the guy didn't even show up to the house, which is, which can be normal. Right, or at least again, he sent he by. sent he sent an assistant. But the hard thing was, but conversation didn't take place on unique factors of the home, right. and that's why and that's why a lot of banks want two appraisals as well, is because they want to kind of validate it. Yeah, well, but in, it is in tricky. your case where you're trying to buy a brand new home that's essentially made to be off the grid. It's one of the most unique homes in all of Utah County, um, and when you look at your appraisal and it comes in as short as yours did, having 
three kitchens versus one matters. And so when they have one in there and now it's just more work for everybody because one guy didn't do any research. Right. They're absolutely I'm, right. I'm like, kind he, of complaining for well, that's, here, but, well yeah. and I, and I didn't, I didn't mean for this episode to become a claim, <laughs> but it is an issue, right? Like an appraiser treated this like a, a, a cookie cutter home, sent out an assistant, never stepped foot on the property, never called me uh, to discuss some of the unique features that you'll see in, in more custom homes and, and that matter to an appraisal. And so now we're going through that process of saying, yo, dude, you, you, you really, you really messed us up here. You know, we've got now, uh, a, we have three appraisals on the home and yours is dramatically lower than the other two. The first appraisal, by the way, being the construction loan. Um, and so, yeah, we're just navigating that and now having to go back to them and, 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 you know, kind of go through a rebuttal process. Um, but that's kind of the nature of these jumbo loans. Uh, Keep in mind on, again, on these, on these jumbo loans that you mentioned earlier is if you are facing and looking down the barrel of, of doing a jumbo loan and you're asking yourself, well, what's the alternative? Is there another option? Yes, there is. And you said it just briefly earlier, and that is you can go and just get simply a conventional loan. So if you're in Salt Lake County, did you finally pull that up? I did, yeah. Salt Lake County. I thought Utah was more than Salt Lake. This is saying that. Salt Lake County is 647. 647. Yeah, I was going to say it went up about 50 grand. So it was at 600. So in 2022, Salt Lake County is 647, 200. Thank you. Saying Utah County is the same. That's And that is wrong. That's what I yep. was thinking too. Yep. It was actually, maybe it is right. I know. I thought it went up to 630, 630 something, maybe to 647. Um, again, we're not lenders here and I'm not here to talk about this and have this be the authority on exactly the loan limits. I just want to talk about the theory around it. Uh, but so the idea being for this alternative is you get a conventional loan for this amount, 647. And then the remainder, of course, you can have cash, but if you don't have the cash, you can do a home equity line of credit. Lenders will do that. And so they essentially provide two loans. Just like you were saying, you have two loans on your on your property. The the pros with that are it's fairly easy. The negatives, of course, are that that home equity line of credit is not fixed. It could be, and it will be very. It will be a variable rate, and so that's why sometimes people are a little worried about it. But for the most part, if you're thinking, no, I'm going to make some money, I'll be able to pay that off. I'm only going to need that second loan for three or four years. Then uh, it could be a great option. And I'll be honest, I've considered that. Like, will I be in a position where I'd want to do that? The quick answer is no, because as you guys know on this podcast. I am so investor focused that I'd love to get a nice big fixed loan on that house and then use every little bit of cash I can outside of that to go buy more rentals and then use the cash flow from those rentals to help subsidize and pay this jumbo mortgage payment. What's your thoughts on rentals real quick? In what regard? Should I buy? Yes. Yes. Trying to buy two now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure you guys are, you are trying to buy two. I've got multiple. I just put another one under contract here since we recorded the last episode. And again, a new build. I'm really on this kick of, of new construction of buying these new construction condos, townhomes, small units, because it gives me a target far enough away that I can save because I am essentially creating a pipeline of properties where I don't have the down payment quite saved up yet. (laughs) But it motivates me, right? Because I have that target on the wall. I know I've got five months, six months-ish on this one I just did. I've got six months to save for it. And I can also figure out my plan. Am I buying it with a partner? Am I buying it by myself? Like, how am I going to structure that? And I kind of like that. Um, But for a lot of our listeners that just got the greatest equity bump in the history of of the United States, and you're saying, well, I'm still sitting on that 100 grand equity that that we have. I, I just ran down to the credit union and did a HELOC to tap it. Let's go buy something. 
go buy existing. The nice thing is the market has chilled out. You're not competing nearly like you were, but rents just continue to, to climb. It's a little bit of a lull uh, over Thanksgiving, but it picked back up this week in terms of our property oh, yeah. managers and their, their rentals. But we had seven vacancies with our property manager over Thanksgiving, and uh, they almost got them all rented. She just told me that yesterday, that, that it was the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, they had a nice little bump, and they filled almost all of them. So things are happening. So yeah, I would be buying right now, and I would be banking on the, you know rents supporting these higher values, because they are. And uh, it's funny, and I'll just, I guess I'll just end with this thought, and that is, uh, in, in a mastermind I just did with Gary Keller last week, he got he got asked point blank, and he's got a very unique perspective on the entire industry, uh, kind of being in his Who position. Who is Gary Keller, real fast? Gary Keller is one of the most influential real estate minds in America. He oh, he's the founder of Keller Williams, and uh, and he owns a lot of real estate, and he's got he he is a he is an analyst. At the end of the day, he's a geek. He just yeah. geeks out on numbers. There's a reason why a lot of the authorities on real estate get quotes from him and his his analysts. He has a team of analysts. That's why he writes the books. He's got his podcast. He's got everything as he just analyzes and consumes data. So he was asked in this meeting, um, how do we handle the inflation issue? And he just very candidly said, buy hard assets because inflation buoys those up. And he's meaning real estate and things like that because the hard assets, when inflation goes up, it just bol- it just bolsters those up. Yeah. And so your insulation against inflation is buying more real estate, really. That's kind of the quick answer. Yeah, and my, my question to Clay about the, is it a good time to buy an investment property? We're anticipating rents. Now anything can happen, right? But I talked to a big investor we work with that owns their family owns, I don't know, over a thousand, one to 2000 units. And a lot of that's here in Utah. And they were in a big meeting and they're anticipating rents based on a conversation I had with him going up about 10% a year for the next couple of years. And we're already seeing it. We've already seen big hikes in rents. We've helped investors buy condos that got that got more in rent than we were even well, underscore that forecasting. 10% compared to the norm on rents is like 3%, yeah, maybe 4%. But even commercial, you almost write into your, you bake into your leases, you know, a 2.5 or a 3% rent increase for a 10-year lease. Like that's what we normally negotiate. And now we're talking on the residential side of 10%, maybe next year and the year after. Like rents are gonna catch up. They're they're the they're the lag measure to the to the values that just jumped up. So you'll be okay. So yeah, I would absolutely buy that's why I'm I am buying more real estate right now. And just to kind of tie this back with the loan limits going up and with what we're seeing in the market right now with prices going up, rents are the next thing to follow. So if you're not buying real estate, you're gonna be paying a lot more in rent. And just know that. Yeah, so. and these loan limits do matter. To, to to come full circle on this, if you think the median home price right now in uh, in in well, it's so Utah County is right up five hundred. I think it was five hundred three was our number that we produced last week on the on the data. Uh, Salt Lake's only slightly higher. It's it's in the mid mid five hundreds. And now our conventional loan limit now we got a nice little bump to six fifty. So we're okay. Thank goodness they gave us such a good bump uh, because we we desperately needed it. Um, But again, know that if you go over that amount, we've got jumbo loan options. They work out well. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Thanks, everyone, for joining this episode. See you on the next one. You've been listening to the Red Sign Podcast, a deep dive into legacy wealth building through real estate. See you next time.